fire fist. Fire fist. Ooh, that's a great name. Where does it burn? Just the fist or all the way up to the elbow? Oh, 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 definitely all the way up to the elbow. Come quietly, or there will be trouble. You stole that from Robocop. That's from Robocop. Just stand down. You're embarrassing me. Look. Fire fist. Fire fist. Oh, my God. I can't see it. out there in the CBC universe. Welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And as always, I've got my gracious co-host, Chris, the uncontested creator, Gossidus. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I guess I just realized we forgot to check and see how Sandy was doing. But man, uh, that's... I, I, I thought I told you. That's that's a sore subject. He... he um... <laughs> He, he looked at me with those eyes and just said, I, I don't feel so good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. Came um, out of nowhere. I mean, not out of nowhere. <laughs> He's been kind of <laughs> acting up off and on. Uh, well, I'm I'm, I'm going to have some downtime in the near future, so I will yeah. uh, I'll look into some more uh, Soundy Part 2. Son of Soundy. Yeah, the Iron Soundy. <laughs> that's, that's his next designation. Uh, it's when we oh, officially... he's got a personality of his own. We officially welcome him to the Combo Characters podcast. We 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 knight him. We dub him. <laughs> we dubstep him. A la Deadpool. Um, uh, dubstep some pussies. That's what I hear. That's what. Uh, that's the take. That's the take. Some people have, with or without Junkie XL. <laughs> oh fuck you, Junkie XL. Uh, yeah, this is gonna be our Deadpool episode. So, spoiler alert on Deadpool. We will be talking about it extensively, Deadpool 2, of course. Um, but uh, we also have a robust, a fully fleshed out casting oh, corner. So girthy. Oh my god, it is it is like the that pasta dinner I had tonight. It's 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 a lot. That was a mountain. You had a, a, like a nest of was it linguini and fettuccine? <laughs> yeah, there's some bow tie in there. It was <laughs> it was just chaos. It's just a. Uh, I mean, pede pasta for dessert was a take. I mean, mm, I mean, <laughs> call it like you season, man. You just got to be unconventional sometimes. Uh, yeah, but this is gonna be our beautiful episode. Uh, for those uh, that are curious, we're gonna do our normal trivia, our reviews, our takes, <coughs> where we see the franchise going, um, cameos, things like that. Yeah, let's let's just jump in. Let's jump in here. What do we got? Okay, let's Deadpool. Let's start with Deadpool. Why don't we start with that? Why don't we Captain start? Captain Deadpool. Captain Deadpool. The uh, the uh, you know it uh, it made a lot of money. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. It did really well. <laughs> it's the second best uh, uh, R-rated opening, but, but after or I guess replacing the previous Deadpool. Right, but still hasn't caught Jesus. Right, Jesus is still <laughs> king right now. Is that? I mean. Christians love a good snuff film. Oh, oh, the meek shall inherit the earth, I guess. <laughs> uh, no, but like, but the, you know, it's funny because in Deadpool they they reference it. They reference uh, Passion of the Christ. So yeah. Um, all right, Chris. Uh, before we jump 
Mm. Anywhere else into this film. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> ah, true believers. See the irony, the great dramatic irony in this is that I don't know that I myself am an idiot. I, I was writing the Slack for this episode tonight, and I completely forgot to like kind of go over my head, like what the fuck happened in Deadpool two. Alright, yeah, well... Well, we're uh, gonna find out. You're cringing, but, like, uh, you know, maybe you'll be like Domino and you just get lucky. That's a superpower right here, not very cinematic. It uh, is. Flashback versus Flash versus Deadpool 2. Chris, take it away! Are we gonna, are we gonna give me a, a sentence limit? Simulation? Or a... Uh, let's just, let's hang in and about, uh, uh, try to do it, like, four paragraphs or less. Jesus, alright. <laughs> Uh, there is some goons hunting in Deadpool, uh, hard at the beginning. The cold open is fast and furious, uh, as he tries to take down as many people who want to take him down, uh, with Vanessa caught in the crossfire. Yeah. Um, after, uh, is that, is that, is that the Maytag man calling? (laughs) I think we've got a refrigerator. (laughs) We'll touch on that later. I mean, for 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 freshness, girlfriends are best stored. At oh no! Parties. Oh no! <laughs> we have a really big Ziploc bag. Okay, that's <laughs> oh, that's too much. We'll touch on that. We'll keep going, Chris. Keep going. Keep going. All right. Um, after he kind of tries to kill himself and blow himself up in the wake of Vanessa's death, uh, Colossus comes and picks up all the Deadpool pieces in a nice little Colossus bag type of thing, and uh, hops on back over to the to the X Mansion uh, to try and. Help Deadpool out a little bit. He's down for sure, uh, but hopefully not out. Hopefully he can still sway him to the X-Men cause. Being a trainee this time, not yeah. full-fledged, he's going to have to borrow somebody else's outfit. He's got the jersey and all. Yep. <laughs> uh, their first mission is to kind of, uh, when Wade's first needed, after he's kind of finally recuperated enough to be uh, usable, is uh, to help stop, um, is it the, ex- not, not the Xavier house. Essex. Like Essex. It's not the Essex house. It's like uh, it's like the Phoenix Feathers. It's the Sussex. It's the Liverpool. The Liverpool house uh-huh. uh, for wayward teens, <laughs> wayward mutant teens. Uh, Firefist. It's a horrible name. Uh, it's throwing around some fury. <laughs> throwing uh, around some hemorrhoids. Some oh, heaters. Oh, is that is that where it comes from? <laughs> Goes up to at least the elbow. Oh my god. So, okay, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> Deadpool quickly assesses the situation and finds and figures out that uh, uh, Jared Kushner and a couple <laughs> other pedophiles are, uh, are harassing the hell out of these kids. So uh, maximum effort, he kind of shoots a couple real quick, um, much to Colossus's dismay, and uh, it, it, he ends up with uh, with Firefist in the slammer in the icebox. Icebox, yep. Not the not the only person to go in the icebox, Vanessa. Um, Cable is also in this movie. <laughs> it's easy to forget. Surprise! The first, the first act is pretty uh, engro- engrossing, um, encompassing, all encompassing. It's pretty gross. Um, Cable shows up. Firefist turns out to be a real asshole in the future. Kills his family. Burns up his daughter pretty good. Uh, he carries a singed teddy bear around as a, his Marty McFly picture. Um, Soaked and- with the blood and ash of his dead family. <laughs> so so grim. Did we mention <laughs> this is a family film? <laughs> it's about family. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe the vengeance for your family. That it's part of a family film. Um, he, he he breaks into the icebox, causes all all sorts of uh, calamity, trying to kill this teenager. Um, played by a real life fifteen year old. Like he can't even go see the movies and. Oh yeah, yeah. 
That kid's anyway. in uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, by the way. That's where he, he got his Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Deadpool survives. Uh, kid survives, but kind of befriends the monster in the basement. The foreshadowing tells us is going to happen, play a part in the near future. Um, Deadpool is out and about. Uh, he uh, tries to, you know, he tries to kill himself again. It doesn't really work. He, he kind of has another de- near-death vision in the icy waters underneath the underneath the ice box. Right. And um, he, he he needs to help this kid. He's been kind of pushing him away. Uh, he needs to come back. He needs to fulfill his. You know, this is one or two moments in your life, like Colossus says, that you need to be a hero. Be a hero. And he, he, he's, been, he's been playing it wrong. He's been feeling kind of down on himself, self-pitying. But uh, now he needs to save this kid. Uh, to do that, he needs a team, the X-Force. It's a little bit derivative, uh, but <laughs> Domino's a part of it, which is fine. Uh, there's also, uh, is it Shatterstar? Shatterstar, Star- yep. Starscream? Yep. Uh, it's Transformer. Uh... Duplo, um, <laughs> great. Now I'm. Now it's a uh, zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. <laughs> Whose power is acid breath or some shit? Right? Uh, yeah, acid vomit. Uh, <laughs> zeitgeist. Uh, it's got a range of thirty feet. It's two d six. We got Peter. <laughs> Peter shows up. We got Terry Crews as a character yeah. I cannot recall the name of. Oh, uh, is Doomfist. His name was Doomfist. Um, sure. Should have been at least. Thank you, Blizzard. Um, yeah, no Dopinder. Dopinder's been angling, but no. <laughs> Let's try it. Doesn't have superpowers. Can't join. <laughs> what about Peter, though? I don't know. Saw the ad. <laughs> Beats Dash, man. He keeps him around. Um, Deadpool should have checked his uh, weather forecast because there's high winds. High wind advisory. Advisory <laughs> weasel knows for some reason. Cable kind of squeezes out of him by threatening to squeeze it out of him yeah and um yeah they're gonna they're gonna save the kid he's on a train they're being transported because reasons and uh it's there where x-force you know launches from the plane they're gonna do parachute entrance it stop the train except all of them except for domino uh get <laughs> completely killed <laughs> And uh, I think uh, oh, Vanisher. We forgot about Vanisher. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's he was there. We just couldn't see him. Yeah, you could see him. <laughs> uh, Cable is on the scene immediately. Um, they're having a big fight again. Domino survives. Deadpool survives. Kid <coughs> survives. Cable survives. And Juggernaut, the guy, the monster in the basement, survives as well. Rips Deadpool in half just because. And uh, Deadpool has to grow another torso again. Uh, just <laughs> boy, that's a bit. That's a that's a lot of work there. We'll, we'll touch on that. <laughs> Jerk cocking it. Uh. <laughs> Full poo. Full Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> After that, uh, Cable and Deadpool finally join forces. Uh, Dead, uh, Cable's going to give Deadpool uh, one shot to try and redeem this kid before Dead, uh, Cable has to kill him. A um, little bit of lazy writing means he only has one jump left on his time device to go back home after the job's done. Um, they end up kind of doing a little bit of both <laughs> at the uh, at the Reading at the the Edinburgh. Where is it? Yeah, the uh, the Beatles' ho- home of Beatles' home for wayward yeah. teenage mutants. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's, I kept I keep just wanting to say exiles, and it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, Exum. Essex. 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 All right. The Essex house for uh, <laughs> wayward, <laughs> wayward fucks. Um, the big shit goes down there. Firefist is about to kill the, the tormentor in charge. 
and uh, Deadpool takes a bullet for him. Uh, he takes a bullet for him while wearing the mutant dampening collar he, he uh, has from the icebox. Um, this ch- this sways Firefist's heart. Uh, the teddy bear becomes clean, and uh, Cable wastes that charge to go back and put that uh, that lead token for Ski Ball back where right over Deadpool's heart where he shoots him. Um, the act is enough again to sway Firefist's uh, heart, and um, the day is saved. Kind of doing a little bit of both. Don't forget, Marty McFly doesn't disappear from the photo. Uh, Lorraine and <laughs> and his dad, whose name I can't recall right now, get Calvin together. Klein. Nope. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all right, sounds good. And we get the uh, we get the new X Force family uh, family of mutants. Uh, Colossus in tow, right? Colossus uh, says fuck. He says fuck, yeah, that's true. Uh, little side note, real quick, uh, before we jump into anything else. I, um, you do see Juggernaut start climbing out of the pool. Oh, do you? At the very end when they're walking off and the ghost, uh, goes to the credits. Now, I know you didn't mention it yet, and we'll yeah. actually, this is going to be a whole separate thing, but we'll get into the mid-credits Oh yeah, yeah, because it's it's a lot. Um, So we'll cover that separately. All right, Chris, this film is it's insane because it is incredibly metatextual. It is Mm -hmm. it is so many different things. We get references to the MCU, the DCEU, James Um, Bond. uh, Yeah, we get Harry Potter. We get. we get references to comic book writers and artists. We get can't draw feet. <laughs> well, Dominic, what kind of power? What kind of character is that? It's the superpower of somebody that will make up that uh, someone who can't draw feet, probably. <laughs> uh, so, in in this sea of metatextual goodness of, mm-hmm. of, of this oasis, what was your favorite? What was your favorite thing? What was your what was the thing that was like? Just, oh off the wall where you're like this this is the thing <laughs> man uh i think the thing that struck me the most like uh initially was um when deadpool when wade's kind of at the bar where weasel works uh i forget if that's actual name or not uh after he kind of waves away that one guy he's like all right that's all speaking parts for you have this movie oh yeah um, and he's like uh, uh, uh somebody else is gone somebody else is gone at least we still have bowie and then Weasel and Dopinder quick, quickly exchange a look like, don't fucking tell him, don't say anything. Um, I don't know, I like that part a lot, just because it kind of, like, placed it in our world. I like that, uh, like, real-world references that, you know, a lot of people get. It's kind of like uh, Deadpool makes a lot of references to comic book kind of uh, lore and uh, different stories. Uh, and you, ha- you kind of have to go hunting for them a little bit. You have to look them up. But this right. one, we kind of have to drop on him. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. You're, you're right. That is, that is interesting in that he's in the dark about something that the audience knows about, but mm-hmm. the movie still references it. Um, I think it's kind of interesting. We talked about this off air that this movie exists in this really weird, unique nebulous space where you have superhero films, which are the highest grossing films right now. And you have the Marvel MCU and you have the DCEU, and you even have other Fox properties, Fox Marvel properties. And they all get to sort of play together in the Deadpool films. Yeah. Which is really weird, because it's the only film that can do that. 
they're not referencing Superman in any of the MCU films. <laughs> they're not referencing Iron Man in any of the DC EU films. Like that's right. just not a thing that happens. But because of the way this character is portrayed on screen, they almost have like free license to to do anything and you know, we get references to to Thanos. We get references to the dark DC universe. We get ref- references to Bucky. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a really weird thing and I, I think it's I think it's really cool for anybody who is a fan of these films, uh, of the DC films or the Marvel films because you get to be in on the joke even more so. Right. You, you know. see it a little bit in Marvel, like ever since the mouse took power, they kind of uh, been referencing Star Wars like pretty liberally. Um, I guess ever since Civil War, right? Civil War, <laughs> the Homecoming, then uh, they referenced uh, a, a soon-to-be bought franchise, an alien, right. in Infinity War. But um, not like this. You know, it's kind of pointed. It's kind of specific. Uh, Who framed Roger Rabbit kind of comes close. <laughs> but uh, there was like you know legal disputes and contract clauses about you know how much how many lines Bugs would have as opposed to Mickey. And um, yeah, it's it's really weird. It's different. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really cool. I think at least when it comes to Deadpool, whether it's in a Deadpool three sequel or maybe an X Force film. It'll be interesting to see if they continue to engage that way with the story. Um, lots of cameos in this film, mm-hmm. right? So, so many. I mean, from from actors to characters that you <laughs> didn't know were going to be in the film um, necessarily. I'm going to ask you in just a moment what your favorite cameo was. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that mine is hands down. And this is... It was hard because I really want to say Brad Pitt as Vanisher. Right. It's literally a blink and you miss it cameo. <laughs> you only see him right as he dies. Um, but even with Brad Pitt in it, my favorite cameo has to be Matt Damon <laughs> as a redneck trucker dude at the beginning when Cable gets introduced to the film. If only because like that begs the question at this point. Is this what Matt Damon's just going to do from now on? Is he going to be doing weird cameos in superhero films? We already had him as Loki is, you know, in, in Thor Ragnarok as the uh, the play version of Loki. Right. It's really weird. It's a weird move. I'm here for it. <laughs> what do you think about Matt Damon and maybe, I guess, Alan Tudyk also from, yeah. you know, Firefly fame? Uh, what do you think about their cameos? Did you like that or... Yeah, I didn't catch it, actually. Uh, I was kind of like, uh, I knew Cable was coming. Uh, uh, we're not seeing these kind of rednecks for no reason. Um, <laughs> he's going to have the scene where he kind of like, I need your I need your jacket or whatever. I need your I need your pants. Give me your, right. give me to the chopper. Um, it, but, uh, yeah, I, I totally didn't recognize Alan Tudyk. Uh, I kind of had an inkling of who Matt Damon was, but it didn't really stick. Um, I think it's great. I think he's just really about the craft service table that Marvel has. They must be, uh, they must be serving some amazing like chimichangas, burritos. Like, I mean, we saw tacos, the we saw the onset, spread. yeah, the onset pictures from Infinity War. I mean, it looked like Wong and Strange and Tony and the the Buffalo. They're all eating it up. They had some of the quah with them. Yeah, um, it has the ghosts of flavors. Um, 
<laughs> they must have a really good craft services card. There's probably some crepes out there. Like, I mean, there's yeah, it's probably yeah. great. Oh, they probably have like the the just crispy enough croissants with like <laughs> oh, a smattering of cream cheese and <laughs> some fresh strawberries. Mm. <laughs> Matt Damon is fat. Is what I'm trying to say. Where's the <laughs> lie though? <laughs> Where are you at, Damon? You trying to catch these hands? Oh no, man! You <laughs> you don't want this smoke. Dr. Man from Interstellar. It turns out it's man. Yeah, of course it is. All the fucking time. Thanks a lot, asshole. Cracking wow. over Matthew McConaughey's space helmet for nothing. <laughs> Alright, so then who was your favorite cameo? Uh, either oh, either actor or like just character. character. Huh. Um, I, I guess Juggernaut if he counts? No, I think it does count because... Uh, no, I mean, I think that's totally fair because Deadpool himself is thrilled <laughs> to see Juggernaut. He's like, it's my favorite X-Men. X- Uncanny X-Men 412, Annual 8, whatever. He like starts name-dropping a bunch of issues yeah. uh, that Juggernaut is featured in. And he says something to the effect of, I've always wanted to be in a comic book where I'm reflected off your shiny helmet. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, Juggernaut has a special place in my heart. Uh, shout out to My Way Productions back in the early knots for making their glorious, uh, it's, oh, it's a Juggernaut, bitch, uh, series of series of videos. I'm going to hit you with uh, Charles. <laughs> you with Charles. You see this shit? I got this shit in the fourth grade. It's so tight. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the two fans who know what we're talking about. Golly. Can you believe that that was like 15 years ago? Oh, it's... God. it's th- That was up there with like um, that... Uh, Fucking in eighty twenty one oh one war was beginning. Right, set us up. Uh, all, bomb, all your moves, yeah. <laughs> All your base are belong to us. All your base. That's as old as that, I think. Um, We've definitely yeah. lost everybody now. Yeah, no, no, they're all gone. It's this fine. is just for us, man. Uh, <laughs> he didn't say the lines though. He didn't say I'm the juggernaut bitch, which they kind of slid into third man. Um, the 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 third strike. Last stand. Last stand. Last, last stand. Uh, <laughs> they, they they put that in there um with your man uh bluetooth tony yeah playing juggernaut but um yeah nothing this time and you figured reynolds would be hip to it yeah maybe they didn't want to repeat it since technically it got in on the the original you know yeah all right uh let's talk about let's talk about stinger the stinger mid-credit sequence because it's yep. it's a lot uh, in this instance, we see Negasonic Teenage Warhead uh, with Yukio. Hi, Yukio. Hi, Wade. Um, we see them repair Cable's time travel travel device, and as, as millennials are wanting to do, and and then they give it to Deadpool, and maybe this was a mistake. <laughs> and we see regret. Immediate regret on Negasonic Teenage Warrior's face. We see we see Wade go back, save Vanessa. By the way, canon. This yeah. is all canon. Saves Vanessa. <clears throat> so she's alive again. Good. And I we'll, mean, that, that fridge was getting kind of cold. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're definitely going to touch on that in a minute. And then, let's see, what does he do next? Does he go... I think he... Um, goes uh, to X-Men Origins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we see we see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but not any new footage. This is actual footage from X Men Origins Wolverine, and he sees the shit pool Deadpool, the one with his <laughs> mouth shut, sound shut, shit pool, <laughs> and the fucking long Baraka blade arms 
whatever's going on there. Uh, and we see Deadpool come in and just shoot him in the head. Now, which is funny because that technically wouldn't kill that Deadpool either. But whatever, he just she just empties a clip into him. Yeah, he unloads. Uh, then he takes off, and then we see uh, Deadpool. We see Ryan Reynolds, the actor Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> basked in like sunlight glory, sunlit glory, as he's holding a script. He's like, "All right, this is going to be my big break." And it's a script for Green Lantern, and <laughs> it with this with a smile on his face. He gets his brains blown out by Deadpool, <laughs> to which Deadpool says, "You're welcome, Canada." Um, yeah, and that that wraps up the uh, the sequence. But it, I will tell you, I uh, they uh, they originally they shot an extra sequence that goes along with these, and they ultimately decided after test screenings to not keep it and what that sequence was going to be is he was going to go to germany mm-hmm. you're going to see him near a crib oh <laughs> and it turns Strangling out angela merkel it's you see uh little baby adolf hitler <laughs> and he's like he's about to kill him he's like no i can't it's a baby like it's this little cute baby <laughs> And then he pulls a sharpie from his 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 suit, and oh, he sharpies no. the little mustache onto <laughs> the baby, and then kills baby <laughs> Hitler. Please tell me that's on the Blu-ray. I'm pretty oh, sure it's going to be on the deleted scenes. They ultimately decided not to go with that. Probably a smart move. I mean, it is Hitler, but it's the right time to do it. <laughs> All right, this just in, Chris, the uncontested creator, advocating for baby death. Just... <laughs> One time. <laughs> One, time. One time's enough. <laughs> One time's enough. That's too many. Tell me you ain't going to go back in the past and smother baby Thanos <clears throat> in the crib? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You know, he's just trying to bring balance to the universe. Bounce to his windpipe. I saw a really good meme the uh, today. Actually, it was somebody posted a picture of a pizza where it wasn't cut correctly. So one oh, side, oh. the slice was really big, wide slice of pizza, and the <laughs> other one, it was this like little midge slice of pizza that was just grotesque in its odd small capacity. And then they just put like Thanos was right. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Over the picture, which is uh, accurate. It's true. I think my favorite Thanos meme I've seen so far was like uh, the Drake from um, Hotline Bling video, where he's like doing the nah face, <coughs> to, um, where it says five guys, burgers, yeah. fries, and then it was like the yeah face to uh, two and a half men. <laughs> it's good. I hadn't seen that one. Yeah, it's good. I had not seen that one. Um, we'll, we'll throw it up in the thread if I can ever find yeah. it on Twitter again. <coughs> okay, let's uh, let's cover some real quick trivia for Deadpool two. Um, so Brad Pitt is in the film as the Vanisher. Uh, <laughs> he originally was going to play Cable, so much so that they had the art design team do mock-ups hmm. of him in costume, like in full Cable gear. Apparently the only reason he didn't do it was uh, due to scheduling conflicts. So I'm really curious as to what those were, because I don't know anything that Brad Pitt's in that's coming out. Yeah. But... um. This divorce, maybe? <laughs> uh, oh. Too real. 
I mean, life comes at you fast. <laughs> I mean, Thanos snap that marriage into into it, ha- into it halves. Took, it took out uh, the brand, it took out Brangelina and Soundy. Yeah. Uh, casualties of Thanos 2018. All right, let me throw. I'm gonna throw a ton of names at you. Yeah. These are all other actors that were considered to play Cable um, after the fact, or not after the fact, but like now. Now that <laughs> we know, know that we it was. Got it. <laughs> Man, we. <laughs> oh. <laughs> really didn't like wanna, how Josh Brolin did on there. That I want to be in with those drunken execs and be like, man, fucking Brolin again. Uh, Thanos? All right. You know who we should have got? We should have got Dolph Lundgren. We should have got Mel Gibson. We should have got Kurt Russell. We should have got Bruce Willis. We should have got Alec Baldwin. Okay. We (laughs) should have got Sylvester Stallone. Hey, he's, he's already it, they're you. basically just it's the cast of the expendables yeah <laughs> we should have got arnold schwarzenegger we should have got michael shannon we should have wow. got Stephen lang we should have got ron perlman should have got pierce brosnan or we should have got david harbour who's gonna be a uh, hellboy yeah so uh you know looking at all those names I think they. I think. I think Ron Perlman probably would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, out of all of those names, I think I would have liked to have seen Ron Perlman. <laughs> but <laughs> I but, got you one better. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I thought it, I've got I you guess... one better. Why is Gamora? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I thought of Ron Perlman in uh, Pacific Rim, so immediately I pictured Charlie Day as Cable. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> oh. I gotta kill him! I gotta kill him! Deadpool, he kills my family! They could've they could have made Charlie Day uh Fire Fist. Yeah? Just shave <laughs> yeah. just shave the beard. He looks like a twelve year old kid. Uh <laughs> the Charlie Day. I like Charlie Day, but like he's a tiny man. He's a tiny man with a child face. <laughs> tiny man with a child face. <laughs> Oh my god, that almost claimed me. Oh no. I don't think you want any of that any of that smoke, man. That's that's clown baby. Yeah, he's uh he's milk steak. I mean I, he's crazy. He's the wild card. I definitely <laughs> don't want to mess with Charlie Day. Um let's see. Original release date for this is what makes this interesting. Original release date for Deadpool two was June first. Mm. Okay. Came out I think what the second week of, of May? Third week yeah. of May. If it had stayed in the June 1st time slot release date, that would have given Infinity War even more time to just expand yeah. and 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 just cover the earth. So it's kind of interesting. Obviously, uh, clearly Deadpool 2 did eat into the profit revenue of Avengers Infinity War. It's still it's still making two bills everybody. It's still two billion. It's yeah. not done yet. It's fine, but you wonder that if maybe if Deadpool had kept its original June first date, maybe Infinity War takes a run at Avatar, like an, an even more serious. Oh, right. You know, swipe at Avatar. I would have liked to have seen that. Um, you know. Also, like, what else is out right now? Like, Life of the Party. I uh, mean, overboard. Not for There's a Star Wars movie in theaters. Oh. 
Is there? I had no idea. I, you know, <laughs> I, um, I haven't, I haven't seen it. So. We'll, we'll touch on this later. <laughs> uh, okay. One last little tidbit. When Deadpool dies toward the end of the film, they actually use the exact same score that they used for Wolverine in Logan. Oh shit! Really? The exact same, same swell, everything, the, the crescendo, <laughs> all of it is exactly the same. That's beautiful. It starts out with him lambasting Logan for fucking dying yeah. and upping the ante. Yeah, going rated R. And then, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, <coughs> any um, before we get into the the Maytag section of the film, <laughs> we'll talk about that. What what uh any anything else about Deadpool that especially stood out or that you just wanted to mention? Oh oh goddamn Domino. Mm. Uh, yeah, where's her movie right now? Where's Desi her movie Beats. where she somehow teams up with Valkyrie? That's what I want to see. Oh yeah, Tessa Thompson and Zazzy Beats. Mm, yeah, delicious. Here for it. They need yeah, to. No, it, it was just great to see her in action. To see her like fall into a panda inflatable thing. To <laughs> to see her like. Uh, try seven to unlock the the collar. It's never one number. <laughs> it works. Still got it. She still got it. And her her quip that wasn't even ruined by the trailer uh, or the TV spot was like, "I should have stayed in college." Yeah, all of it. All of it was great. You know, uh, we talked about this in a previous episode, but a lot of the reshoots were, in fact, to include more Domino in the film, and that was absolutely the right move to make yeah she is amazing in this film as he beats uh of atlanta fame by the way with donald glover who we will be talking about later in this episode Ooh, it's robin season um you know i i cannot wait for more domino to me uh and as big of a character as deadpool and ryan reynolds version of deadpool is uh stole the film uh, yeah. every scene she was in great just just great. i mean and it's like she's so accommodating like with the 599 just carry out offers that you can get um you can sign up online to if you download the app you get the pizza rewards and uh i mean they also have like pastas now they can like, tell sandwiches. you they can tell you who's literally making your food so he's like right, kathy right. s kathy uh, s is put in the oven ricardo's on his way that motherfucker drives like a demon did they did they miss did they miss proud, an, proud sponsor of the podcast. did they miss an opportunity did Domino's miss an opportunity here for some, uh, some cross promotion? Yeah, man, I think they might have. Either know. that or like the actual you know game Domino's. <laughs> the stacks? Put, yeah, the I don't know bones, any. Man. I don't, yeah, bones. I don't know any Domino's like slag. <laughs> like stacks and bones. That's it. I, there's a lot more, but I don't know it. You've clearly never been to prison. Correct. Yeah, yet i think yet is the right answer um all right I, I mean i completely concur domino was fantastic let's talk about what is maybe i mean what i'm, I think is i'm still laughing man you can talk about whatever i think in many people's minds it's definitely the most problematic thing with this film which is oh yeah which is the the fridging the baby the baby like oh okay the fridging do you want wait? Do you want to talk about the baby legs before we Full move on? Full the pool? Uh, not really. I mean, I kind of. <laughs> did you? Did, were, you, were, you in, were you in for it? Did you like uh, focus in on the, the was, basic instinct part? No, I was. It's very disturbing. <laughs> the The most disturbing part is when he's walking up to Cable to shake his hand. Yeah, that is 
some things the human eyes are, are not meant to see. No. And that is one of those. I, I was very invested in my drink at that time. That was the Rotten.com special. Like, you were not meant <laughs> to see this. <laughs> like, when did this YouTube video turn to live leak? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's let's talk about the, the refrigerated girlfriend yeah. trope. Yeah. So, interestingly enough, they, they approached the writers and the director of Deadpool 2 and said, what, why did you do this? this it's is, 2018, guys. This is such a, this is especially an overused trope in comic books. Um, and it's called fridging or refrigerator, refrigerator girlfriend. And it actually, uh, it's so, it's not, it's not funny, but like, I remember, <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I remember the comic that started that term. It's a Green Lantern comic book. It's the first appearance of, of a new Green Lantern by the name of Kyle Rayner, who I remembered when he uh, used to use his Green Lantern ring would listen to Nine Inch Nails. Oh, shit. That was shit. in the comic. That was in the comic. And I was Do like, I need oh. to pick this comic up? It's like, I like Nine Inch Nails. I, this is cool. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> uh, DC Comics, for including that in there. But what ends up happening in his first character like story arc for when he's Green Lantern is his girlfriend is killed and literally stuffed into a refrigerator and that is the you know the inciting incident to to cause him to be even more heroic and to right the wrongs of injustice of the world oh that's just that's his parents dying at the opera right now that trope existed even before that particular issue but it was such a and even even the i remember the art of that issue it's the last panel of that comic it's very jarring <laughs> it's 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 not it's not great <laughs> that drew attention to it they coined the term from that point on and even with that it's still been done multiple times uh this this whole like girlfriend significant other dying as the impetus for for the hero to like seek justice Hmm. The thing is, the writers claim they were unaware of that being a trope in comic books. Ah, uh, that's in, the wrong move. In, if, any, if anything, Deadpool is the one property that you can use that trope and you can get away with it by kind of like talking about it. Yeah, yeah, like be extra meta here. Like they mentioned lazy writing at least twice in the yeah. film. Do it. Say... Say like, yeah, we we uh we couldn't come up with anything better either. I guess comic <laughs> writers aren't as bad as we thought, you know. Even though that's not true, but like lean into it if you're gonna yeah. go that way. Uh, they have been catching a bit of heat for it. You know, their counter argument is that well, it's supposed to be a family. Like it's the the central theme around the film is family, and how Wade and, and Vanessa wanted to have a kid. And Firefist is sort of that surrogate child, you know. Even though it's it's unfortunate though, because of all the movies, this one, which is so full of comic in jokes and comic history, it's just interlaced throughout the DNA of this film. Mm -hmm. You would think they would know better than to like do this trope that everybody hates. It's convenient. I mean, like, uh, are you telling me that the writers and the director have never seen Taken? Oh, yeah. Or Taken 2. It's it's responsible for Liam Neeson's resurgence. Or Taken 3, even more Taken. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
taken without a receipt. Oh, no. Taken, but, yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. Taken, but not returned. I don't. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, uh, live free or die taken? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, taken, taken to the bank. No. Um... Uh, man, the classic Taken Two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> okay, that's that's where it should end. That's where that's where it should end. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Final. Uh, let's see. Okay, let's talk about where we think this goes moving yeah. forward. Um, yeah. X Force are dead for the most part. Like all the all the original members. Peter's alive. He Peter's went back alive. And saved Peter. Peter's alive. Um. So there's Peter, but I mean I don't know if Peter's technically still part of X Force. But we have Fire Fist, Domino, Colossus, Negasonic, and Yukio. I think they left though, didn't they? Didn't they take off? Yeah, they're kind of X Men. So, you know, what do you, what do you, what would you like to see? Would you like to see a Deadpool three or an X Force? Because apparently they're both green lit at this point. Which one would you like to see next? Huh. That's a very good question. It's not gonna come out in time. To affect Infinity War 2. Or whatever. Avengers 4's title. So the time travel stuff isn't going to come into play. I think I'd like to see X-Force. Um, because like they, they made a, like a self-referential thing on the TV spots. Like, oh yeah, stop it too. Why even do a third one? Uh, that didn't even play in the, in the movie at all, right? Right, it's not in there. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think they know when to, when to kind of like uh, cash in. So... Um, X Force might would be might be the better play. Yeah. See now it's how like uh, if if uh, being acquired by Disney does take it into effect, uh, they can maybe include more X Men and stuff. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. I yeah, I don't think they need to do a third one. Now I did read somewhere that Ryan Reynolds apparently tweeted out or something and said that Deadpool Deadpool three is a go, uh, but not necessarily like immediately. Uh huh. I I don't think they do need. I don't think they do need to do a third one. Yeah, um, if if anything, uh, it'd be kind of cool if it was how Deadpool, uh, Dead, Cable and Deadpool, right? Um, just the uh, I, God, I love that run. Quote. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, in the last action scene, kind of was like a Dead, a Cable and Deadpool kind of like fighting in tandem. That was that was great to see. Um, more of that, yes. But again, they kind of tie into a larger world. Right. Let's let's and also let's get more Domino. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, let's get a Domino film. Honestly, that would, that could be great. Uh, One where she's a- eating at a Pizza Hut. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh wow! <laughs> or what, if, what Pop, if she Papa Murphy's where she has to take it home and bake it? What if she? Uh, what if she eats pizza multiple times in the film? But like one time she goes to Domino's, she goes to Little Caesars. I mean, she goes to Pizza Hut. She goes. To Little... She never actually goes to Domino's though. Like that would be. Oh wow! Yeah. Like it, it, again, signaling, you fucked up. We had a we, golden opportunity in Deadpool two. You fucked up. Yeah. I mean, what do you what do you guys run by Junkie XL? Oh no. <laughs> Tyler Bates, by the way, did the music for this movie. He also did the music for Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. Um, volume one or two? Volume one, maybe and two. The okay. at least the orchestral score. All right. All right, let's move on. We've got a lot of stuff for uh, casting corners. So let's, yeah, let's shit, just, man. We're like an eighth of the way through the slack. 
Yeah. Uh, casting Corner. It's time I always hear Sanford and Son whenever you say Casting Corner. Okay, so you remember how we talked about we were losing our audience? Yeah. When you drop Fuck you what? For whatever, man. For me, for a Ahas Pepper Incorporated. We're going to do it our way, motherfucker. What wait? What was the, what was the wife's name that passed away in Sanford and Son? These are oh, like, uh, like, like a Lucille oh, or yeah, uh, somebody. I oh, fucking can't remember right now. I can look it up. I come in. I come in to see you. Yeah, come and see you, Lucille. That's her, whatever <laughs> her name was. I mean, that was before my time. Elizabeth. Right? Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Okay. Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. <laughs> coming. I'm coming. That show's dark, man. What's going on there? <laughs> Oh wow! Uh, okay, let's 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 move on. Casting yeah. corner. You gotta say it. You gotta say it like that. Oh, come on, one more time for the kids at home. Casting corner. <laughs> so good. <laughs> We've got a really interesting one here. Uh, as uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna refer to him the way the way Ignacio old 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 uh, old daddy boy Ignacio the refers to the OG. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's. Is how Whoa. calls it. I don't know why. Whoa, the hottest of takes. He, he apparently <laughs> is coming at Jake Gyllenhaal. Calls him Jake Gyllenhaal's. Uh, so there you go. A little Freudian there. It's going to play Mysterio. Shit. In the, here's the here's the other big takeaway. I I really hope this is not this is a working title. Spider-Man Homecoming 2. Please do not call this movie Spider-Man Homecoming 2. That is I mean, a ridiculous title. I mean, what? T- tell him. Tell him what I called it in the Slack. I think that's a better title. What did you call it? Spider-Man sequ- midterms. midterms. Spider-Man Midterms. Yeah. How about, how about Spider-Man Standardized Testing is Overrated? Standardized testing uh, <laughs> favors the white majority. <laughs> oh wow! I'm putting it out there, man. All right, but Mysterio is a really cool character in the Spider-Man Rogues Gallery. He's, uh, uh, I believe, I, I, I don't believe his name is Quentin Beck. I know his name. <laughs> what do I? What do I say? I, I hear tell. I hear tell. Uh, uh, Hither too. <laughs> Quentin Beck is a movie uh, stuntman, special effects artist uh, who falls on hard times. There's a an amazing storyline with not Spider-Man actually, but with Daredevil. Mm. Uh, it's the Guardian Devil uh, storyline written by Kevin Smith actually, and it features Mysterio and um, Mysterio. Uh, Quentin has has been diagnosed with cancer mm. and he sort of uses this as his opus like he creates oh, shit. this he breaking whole... he breaking bads it he kind of breaking bads it it's it's great it is fantastic if they manage to port any of that version of mysterio into spider-man homecoming right we are in for a treat also now, yeah yeah the, the the mysterio that i'm most familiar with uh is from old man logan uh oh yeah, you want you want to talk about that a little bit? I mean, I uh, do I not want to sleep for the rest of the week? <laughs> we could do that. 
<laughs> you sleep when you're dead, man. Let's go. Jeez. Okay. So yeah, you're referencing, of course, when Mysterio, uh, with the aid of other villains, manages to mind fuck Wolverine into murdering all of the X-Men <laughs> in vicious, brutal man, in a vicious, brutal manner. It is. It is. It is jarring. It is. In vicious, brutal X manner. Oh, yeah. Do, you know, I'm trying to remember. Do you see little Charles' broken legs just kind of spewed about? Oh, shit. In, oh. The, in, the, in the splash page? Probably. Hon- honestly, I uh, I kind of skimmed over that part. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot to take in. It is a lot. It is. It's. Oh, that story's great, by the way. We've talked about it before. Old Man Logan is, is amazing. But. It's the Jillin Balls. <laughs> yeah. It's, ah, uh, wow. But, like, yeah, okay, so if we get, I mean, I don't know, that's too much. Like, I don't. That's a, that's a spectrum, man. I don't need that much Mysterio. I don't need Peter, who is actually dead right now, so let's let's see if we can get Peter back first. <laughs> we don't need break. Peter coming back to life just to experience something on that level. Oh, God. <laughs> what a, what a. Oh, what a Van Mason vault. Nope, nope. Don't you wish that evil on Marissa Tomei, <laughs> sir. She, I'm saying she's got the range. If you want to find that emotional core of like what's happening to her and what motivates Peter, uh, I think she can pull it off. Well, all I know is you can't pull that off without pause attraction. <laughs> what did you say to me? <laughs> okay. No, uh, no, seriously, What? It's from my cousin Vinny, man, when she's on the stand and oh, she's talking about... Jesus fucking Christ, man, with the 1994 reset. <laughs> yeah, she's talking about the, uh, that... Yeah, that, no, I get that it 68 now. Plymouth, man, <laughs> like, tread. you can't... It's without pause attraction, right. Her father God. was a mechanic, her brother was a mechanic, her... Two utes! Her two, yeah, her two... No, her two utes were mechanics. Um, um she, <coughs> utes on the side, man. All right. Ralph Macchio is in it's that. Not, it's not just Tony. Karate Kid. Karate Kid's in that. Really? Swan Kick? My kid, yeah. Crank Kick? Crank Kick? Crank Kick. Oh, Swan Kick. No, okay. At Chris. Man, a, a Swan Kick is just a more elegant version of a Crank Kick. Okay. It's with the jazz hands. Okay. By the way, by the way, Crank Kick, illegal in karate tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> Russo should have been disqualified. <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? They swept the leg, man. They were out for blood. Cobra Kai was. I know they were to... trying to put him in a body bag, but still. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's let's come back on track here. Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> oh, is shit, an amazing right. <laughs> actor. He could definitely bring a very unique, creepy, unhinged Jesus tint to. Mysterio character. Well, I mean, is he part of the Evans list? Because he was already the Nightcrawler. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Not the same Nightcrawler. Come on. <laughs> but that intensity. You know, he's Donnie that, Darko. That weirdness. Donnie Darko sounds like a superhero's name. Stabbing himself in a mirror. To which he says, "How do you know I'm not? How do you know I'm not?" Why are you wearing right, a stupid Jake human suit? That's a good question. You know who asked? Who else would ask that question? Tommy Lee Jones, to hmm. Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black, because oh he's God. literally wearing a stupid human suit. <laughs> Matter of fact, you wouldn't even be matter in a couple <laughs> of minutes. I need some sugar. <laughs> I know Egger, and that wasn't my Egger. 
What? Where is this podcast going? I mean, uh, right now it's just a live reading of Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> That's what people and, come for. And I'm completely okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the difference is between me and you? I make this look good. Wow. All I know is our Squarespace sponsor cannot be happy about this. <laughs> um, Whatever, man. A person is smart. People are stupid. People are stupid. People are very stupid. We're, as, as is evidenced by the daily news cycle that we see. <laughs> as is <laughs> evidenced by the 2016 election. <laughs> oh, no. Shots fired? I don't... Does that even count? I'm not giving you that. That's uh, the easiest target there is. <laughs> let's, uh, all right, let's move on. Let's move on. Jake, are you in on Jake Gyllenhaal? Here, man. Are you I'm, on, fuck, are you... I'm in on Jake Gyllenhaal as long as Maggie Gyllenhaal is his on-screen spouse. Yes! I've been, I've been advocating for that for <laughs> at least 10 years. I wrote a script in college where it was a love interest script. I mean, you say script. And... It was a piece of art. And I pitched it to my professor. I was like, I want Jake and Maggie Gyllenhaal as the leads. And she <laughs> looked at me like her face like went pale. And she was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and She was like, <laughs> that's not a good call. Mm. Yeah. Not a very good call. That's a great call. I've been trying <laughs> to get that project off the ground for so long. Okay. Uh- all we gotta do, man, is hit these scratchers, and I swear to God, we'll be in Hollywood by the weekend. Okay, let's do it. I, I need you all in, man. What's let's, your forty bucks? Let's go to the Circle K. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> Might run into Bill and Ted there. Who knows? Sixty nine. <laughs> Geek. How many times are we gonna reference Bill and Ted? So Station. So many times. All right. How do you feel about uh, how do you feel about Donald Glover? Oh, I mean, you mean Childish Gambino? Um, well, I mean, this is America, and <laughs> oh, no. I, I feel like he's the only one uh, speaking some truth right now. He's spitting a lot of truth. Uh, speaking a lot of truth. By the way, I don't know if you knew this. Donald Glover, Childish Gambino look a lot alike. Yeah, a lot alike. A lot alike. They look a lot I mean, alike. He didn't introduce him on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, no, that was the that was the thing. I don't know. There was like a Buzzfeed. People did not know that was the same dude. I mean, how? This is America. That's it, how. yo. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Point proven. Okay, so like, we're gonna talk about it. This is purely rumor at this point. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, there apparently are some higher ups at Marvel that have pretty much said this is not a confirmed thing at all. They wouldn't say whether there were talks or not, but the way it was originally reported sounded like it was a done deal. It is very far from that. But the talks. fact the fact that it's even being talked about, bantied about, is is good because we could possibly get Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. In a Black Panther sequel. <laughs> Shit, man. That would be his third Disney property? Right, because Homecoming. Uh-huh. Right? Solo. Mm-hmm. Black Panther. Talk about Here, it later, Solo. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We talked about Black Panther after it came out. And Kendrick Lamar crushed that soundtrack. Shouts to Target for having a limited edition red oh, vinyl. This is not even a humble brag, man. Black, Black Panther. 
vinyl red soundtrack. Amazing. Uh, Exclusive to Target. Hot take? Vinyl's overrated. Oh, that's another podcast, man. We don't have time for that right now. <laughs> um... <laughs> Comes with what, the dude. What was that comes, one like? Uh, in, like you had that one ad lib like fucking uh, vinyl take, sounds better when it's like fifty grams or more. Yeah, I, man, one hundred and eighty grams. That's how. You, Jesus, that's when it's. Jesus, I, I claim that something almost claimed me. This podcast that fucking almost made me die. <laughs> you would be doing this alone had I not caught my breath. <laughs> um, vinyl it comes with a digital download. You don't just get. The record you get the digital. Uh, I mean, files. is it FLAC? Yeah, usually. All right. It's All right. it's either or. You either get the MP3 or the FLAC. You get or you get to choose. You know, they give you the code for both. That's hardly a choice, but okay, yeah. All right. Another podcast. Another You're podcast. Right. Uh, <laughs> but what I had mentioned was Dream List. Okay, Dream List was to get Donald Glover to produce the next soundtrack. Holy shit! That's what yeah. I wanted. That was my. That was my like. Please, please, right? I mean, rumors is that he would be with us until 2005. <laughs> that is true. I never, I always wanted him in Black Panther. In fact, after seeing Black Panther and seeing how amazing Michael B. Jordan is in it, I was like, man, the only other actor I'd really want in this, not necessarily as Killmonger, but just in this world, mm-hmm. is Donald Glover. And I was like, ah, but he's already, uh, he's already the Miles. Prowler. Is, Uncle, he's already yeah, he's already the Prowler in in Spider-Man: Homecoming, and that's an MCU film. So shit, I guess that's not gonna happen. Oh well, it's cool. He's still in. Like it's fine. I mean, the Evans list exists for a reason, right? But no one's ever tried this, where you're two different, entirely different characters concurrently in the same universe. That right. way. So it'll be interesting to see if this gains traction. There's almost nobody hotter right now than Donald Glover. Solo, not performing to expectation, notwithstanding. Um, this movie still made like $150 million, by the way. I don't understand what people are like. Underperforming. If only somebody with a movie pass was able to see it. Okay. We'll get there. We will get there. All right. All right. But thoughts on Glover in Black I, Panther. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, like you, I'm wholeheartedly on board for this. I'm kind of shocked and amazed that. Coogler doesn't have enough sway right now to just for it to be in talks and the big wigs have to approve it? What the fuck? This man just made you a billion dollars out of nothing. Uh, Ryan Coogler is good money. Just yeah. fucking go with whatever he, he decides. If he wants to put a goldfish in Black Panther and, ha- and let it have speaky parts, fucking let him. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely earned that right at this point. Uh, I think at least domestically, Black Panther still has made more money than Infinity War. So just fucking ridiculous man keep that in mind that's uh pretty nuts anyway hashtag team glover always 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 like you need to even that pepto he's got five on him like bedfolds <laughs> just i mean yeah here you for got it. some silverware but really are you eating though that's that's real think about it <laughs> any I'm man just... who has that bedfolds in a rap it's he all i'm saying <laughs> Is he could be repping PETA for various reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. All right. Here's probably we're burying the lead a little bit. Not really, because it's Style Glover. Like he gets wherever he he eats wherever he wants. 
but we got some huge, huge. I just saw what you named him on the Slack too. Jesus Christ! Yeah, man. Almost choked. Almost choked. I'm in your DM. <laughs> huge, huge news. Jamie Fox Mulder, man. The <laughs> God damn. Jamie Fox, who apparently was on Todd McFarlane's lit, like number one with the bullet to play uh, Al Simmons. A.K.A. Spawn in the Spawn movie that will be coming out from uh, Bloomhouse has agreed to play Al Simmons Spawn in the Spawn film. Jamie Fox. Before we touch this, though, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you one question. Uh, just, yeah. just, just, just take a guess. All right, all right, go ahead. How old do you think Jamie Fox is? Jesus. All right. Uh, without the aid of Google or Alexa, I'm going to guess that Jamie Fox is 53 years old. He is 50 years old. Wow. I was actually over. Yeah, that's crazy, first of all. What are you thinking? <laughs> Black don't crack, man. He looks like he's like 40 <laughs> at tops. But. But. Dude, he's 50 I, years he, old. He's got a better hairline, hairline than LeBron, man. Oh, 100%. 100%. But. Either that or he's, he has better money. <laughs> Either one. Or he just knows how to spend it. Uh, So. That's kind of crazy, though. You're 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 rebooting this franchise. Yeah. I think they're gonna want to. If it does work, they're gonna want to make more than one film. Oh, How yeah. many can you pump out with a fifty-year-old Jamie Fox? That's a good question. How old is Downey Jr.? Like fifty. Yeah. But he's had ten years of Iron Man. Like. Valid point. Uh, you know I. I mean, Tom Cruise is just chugging along with his Mission Impossible, so it's whatever. <laughs> I mean, he also has the added advantage of knowing his Dayton count. Right. It's really high, guys. It's <laughs> really, really high. Uh, how do you feel about Jamie Foxx as Spawn? I will tell you that just doing like a precursory pulse of the internet, people uh-huh. are divided already on this Fuck, one. Fuck, really? They are. I mean. Yeah. He's an Oscar winner. He's got range. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> dude, dude's, yeah, dude could act. Dude was fucking Ray. All, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all I want is, uh, can he deliver a John Wick style performance? And Keanu Reeves don't have to do much to be John Wick. Uh, it's really the character that kind of takes over. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's a beautiful thing about Spawn, right? He's a character. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think he's good. I think he's fine. I mean, Electro notwithstanding. And I think that's where a lot of the hesitation from the internet, I think that's where it comes from. Because, mm-hmm. holy hell, is that performance as Electro god-awful. It is terrible. It is nightmare-inducing. It is an abomination, a plague on the history of mankind. Wow. Uh, all right. That was, that was very strong. <laughs> it's It's not good. How many times did you see Amazing Spider-Man 2? I've probably seen it, like, like all together in my life, I've probably seen it, like, four times. Oh, okay. Um, I guess that was before Movie Pass. Yeah, correct. Uh, new sponsor of the podcast, Movie Pass. <laughs> Proud sponsor. Proud sponsor. <laughs> um, yeah, I, so, like, if that's the one thing you pick out of his filmography and you just stick on that, sure, it's not great, but he's done a lot of other stuff that's been really yeah. good. Rush Hour 2, Bad Boys 2, uh, Lethal Weapon 3, uh, um, Osmosis Jones. 
<laughs> wow! <laughs> you made me. You made me recall that film. Shame on you! I almost quit right there. I almost walked away from it all, from the glory. All that glorious splendor. All that glorious splendor. Oh, we have fun. All right, so Jamie Foxx, we're. I think we're in. I think this is a good move. It's yeah, a yeah. it's a lower budget film. Apparently, they're gonna get some of the people that did Get Out to be associated with this. Sure, yeah, that sounds great. I mean, um, it's McFarlane's project, right? At this point, yeah, uh, it's that indie spirit, man. Yeah. I, I, hot take. Yeah. I think the best portrayal of um, Spawn was on Powerpuff Girls. Is he really on there? There is an episode where each of the Powerpuff Girls, uh, Blossom, Buttercup, and Bubbles, uh, try to decide their own superhero personas for themselves. Uh, Buttercup is completely Spawn, except she calls herself Mange. <laughs> nice. I have not yeah. seen that episode. I yeah, thought you were. Millennials know what I'm talking about. I thought you were going to give me a real answer. I thought you were going to say the HBO animated series Spawn. No, that is a real answer. That's why it's a hot take. Oh, it is hot. It's so hot. That's what you come to me for hot takes and pancakes. And Wong, Wong Strong. Hashtag Wong Strong. My boy living. He is. He's protecting. He's he's going back to the sanctum. <laughs> uh, HBO animated Spawn, by the way, also very good. Very, very R-rated. Sometimes a little too much so. But pretty pretty good show. Um, let's see. Moving on. Oh, this is a good one. I guess this is... Would you? I guess this is Casting Corner. It's casting corner of Jace. We'll keep it in. Right. We'll it's keep it uh, in casting it's corner. It's director's Duvon? Is that a thing? <laughs> nice. Sure. Yes. Why not? Uh, Logan director James Mangold. Everyone was wondering, what's he going to do next? He did Logan. It, is that an Oscar-worthy film? Apparently the Academy said no. It is not. But it is very enjoyable. And it did a lot of um, interesting things with the superhero genre. Well, we've found out what he's going to be doing. He's going to be printing a lot of money. <laughs> because <laughs> getting them fat stacks. Cuz apparently he's been he's been tagged to not only write but write and direct a Boba Fett film. Uh, who now? Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Bo- Boba Fett. Boba no, no, no. Fett. it's it's Boba Fett now, motherfucker. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> It sounds like Amigos ad lib now. Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett, Boba Fett. I'm going to say both every time because this is like I, a GIF gift situation. I mean, situation. if anything, you're the only one that can pull it off saying both at once. Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> Boba Fett. Are we in the negative count for listeners now? <laughs> How do you feel about James Mangold tackling the um, controversial bounty hunter? I mean, I just wonder uh, what part of Shane is going to use <laughs> for fucking this movie. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> man, it's, uh, I think, wow, can 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 the extend? Right, I guess not. Can the Star Wars stories handle like a, a more kind of, I guess, gritty take, a more real take? On war, or I, I mean, it's speculation right now, and we don't have anything to go on. Um, 
the only thing I have seen is that a lot of people on the internet, uh, and I'm not just talking about myself, uh, have been saying Taika Waititi has to be uh, Boba Fett. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Taika Waititi is also an actor. He, he was in um, that one vampire movie he made. Uh, the, um, what We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, <laughs> and he uh, he was Korg in uh, Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Um, well, Thor sort of revolution didn't go quite well. Didn't print didn't enough print pamphlets. pamphlets. <laughs> yeah, did not print it's enough pamphlets. Kind of a circle, but like not a regular circle, a freaky circle. Um, he would be amazing as the Mandalorian, man. Uh, Jango Fett, Maori from Maori ancestry, just like Taika Waititi. Um, I think that'd be amazing. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the mouse is smart enough to make that casting call. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think, um, Logan was a really, really intense film. And if we're going for that same level of intensity in Boba Fett, I think, uh, that character's kind of badass enough to pull it off. Now, I have a beginning for the movie, kind of a little bit. Oh, let's hear it. I hope it's not a prequel. Throw me that elevator pitch. So this comes courtesy of, uh, my brother Danny. Uh, he says that it better be right after he falls in the Starlight Pit. He wants the first, like, maybe... Five minutes to be unedited. Him, Boba Fett, struggling to get out of that Sarlacc pit. Uh, and just as the the barge is being destroyed and all that, he kind of emerges. Uh, so he hasn't been digested for a thousand years. But uh, he's like, well, fuck this now. And kind of goes on his business. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Because uh, dude took some L's, man. He, took... <laughs> he got beat by a blind guy? <laughs> He took some serious L's in that sequence. He had a... Who knows? Who knows if you got the kish from Boba Fett before the death? Everyone's got a bad five minutes, and those were his. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to Dan though for uh, Tennessee, brother. That's good. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't have any idea as to what the story could be. I, I, Taiko Tidi, I do like him a lot. I don't. Uh. I don't know who I would pick to be honest. Uh. Sure. I, I mean, mean, Jason Momoa might be a safe bet. Man, he's he'd be doing a lot. Uh, he belongs in a Marvel property. Or, I guess, <laughs> a Disney property. Same thing and, at this yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what, listeners? Why don't you guys get at us? Let us know who you think would make a good Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba T. How come oh, no one's... shit! You imagine if that's like the, the drink on Mandalore? Yeah, why... <laughs> Why is nobody made a Boba Fett tea drink? Why is that not a thing? <laughs> Come I mean, on. What would, it, what would it have in there? Would it have like something col- the color of blood mixed in there? Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like raspberry and like avocado or something. Yeah. It's so weird because Boba Fett's kind of like a blank slate, man. Like he, all he does, he has like what four speaking lines in all of the trilogy. Yeah, you could do so much. You could do a lot. Yeah. You could do a lot. So you could take a Taika Waititi and he could make like a. Semi-serious, kind of Thor Ragnarok style kind of take on it. You could fucking lean hard into the Logan style stuff. Um, I don't know. I I am kind of tired of seeing like the prequel stuff. And I mean, we'll get to it. <laughs> we'll get to Solo. But uh, apart from that, I think um, expand on the universe a little bit more would be great. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a perfect opportunity because, like you said, there's there's not as much lore behind the character. Mm-hmm. And, and definitive lore, at least. All right, let's move on. Um, this is just really cool, quick, metahuman news. Um, <laughs> oh, man. 
There we go. Here we go. It's everybody's favorite game. True believers out there. Can Freddie pronounce this name? Mamadou Kasama. We'll take it. Mamadou Kasama. Is Mamadou Kasama Miles Morales? Uh, so, so what happened recently, we're going to throw the video up on the thread over at facebook.com uh, forward slash nil before pot, or just type in combo characters. It'll pop up, um, on the thread though. We're going to throw the video, uh, this real life this really happened. This 22 year old Kusama climbed four stories of a, uh, like an apartment building and saved a toddler who was literally dangling from a ledge. In under a minute, he Spider-Manned his way up there and, and was a true hero. Now, uh, Chris, I think you do have the quote there. When asked why he did this, why he risked his life, because, I mean, he had no safety net or anything as he's climbing mm-hmm. up this building. Uh, what did he say? Oh, he said that uh, he just climbed up and thanked God. Uh, God helped him. Uh, the more he climbed, the more courage he, cli- he had to climb up higher and higher. Uh, because it was a child. Because it was a child. So, you know, we lament a lot of things on this podcast whenever we, we step outside of the comic realm. And we're like, what is this world doing? This is why we need this escapist entertainment. Uh, here you go. There are real heroes in the world still. And there are people that are selfless that will act heroically without a second's hesitation. Just shouts to mom mom i already messed it i lost it wow wow <laughs> shouts to mamodo gasama mamodo gasama i got the last name i get the last name mamodo gasama shouts though like seriously just awesome awesome it takes a lot sauce. it takes a lot i mean you see the scene in infinity war and it's kind of like the um, it's not for nothing but there's chaos happening everybody's running one way tony stark runs the other way he runs towards the danger uh, and that's what this guy did. Yep. And Wong and Strange. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's nice. It's nice to see. It is. It's it's heartwarming. Okay. Uh, okay. Star Wars. Right. We're going to end on Star Wars. Uh, Finally. Kenobi. <laughs> how many? How many? How many times have we talked about this damn film? A lot. Uh, <laughs> it's it's finally going to happen. Definitively going to happen. There's a there's a, a very vague synopsis floating around as to what the film is going to be about. Mm. A lot of people were were curious as to how this film is going to play out. Well, we've come to learn it is yet another prequel, which kind of you know it makes sense, like yeah. given where Kenobi fits in the in the storyline <laughs> timeline and canon of Star Wars. You as have, much as I as much as I like to see some Force Ghost shenanigans that oh, Kenobi gets up to, <laughs> this is the right movie to make. But apparently, it's a prequel to A New Hope, and specifically A New Hope. So it makes you wonder, like, is it is it that Kenobi is going to be? It sounds like he's going to be maybe like a guardian angel type of character sort of looking over Luke's shoulder, mm-hmm. perhaps watching him as he grows older and trying to protect him sort of unawares of uh, Luke being unaware of, of the situation. How do you feel if that's the story that they're going with? Do you think that's the right way to go? Or do you, uh, 
Do you wish there was a different time frame mm. that they uh, they hit to explore? Um, there's a lot already covered in the prequels, unfortunately. Uh, there's a lot of that story we kind of do know about. Uh, again, the prequels been so much better if it just focused on Obi Wan instead of having Anakin kind of be in the <laughs> forefront and sharing the spotlight. Uh, if Anakin was kind of just a thread in the prequels and a kid you didn't see that much until the end, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Um, man, I, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I want to talk about, but since a certain half of this podcast has not seen Solo, I can't. Um, <laughs> respecting the no spoiler. <laughs> I mean, amongst friends, of course. Um, no spoiling if uh, we are going to cover Solo on the next popular pod, media. By the way, so. You goddamn well better. Um, <laughs> but. There's also there's also a lot of story that's been put in uh, Star Wars Rebels, the CGI kind of show that ha- that right. they air on a to or not tsunami, uh, Disney XD or whatever the fuck. Um, what I kind of wish would happen is that uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on like after Order sixty six that I'm not too sure about because I, I haven't seen Star Wars Rebels. Of course, that's that's on me. Uh, I don't know if it's been covered yet, but uh, after Order six after Order sixty six goes down and all the Jedi are kind of killed, I hope to God. There are some Jedi and some Padawan out there in the Outer Rim territories that escape it somehow. And they kind of have to right wrongs as they see fit. And you basically get seven samurai, but with Jedi mm. kind of made. Yeah. It would be amazing if the last two parts... Full circle. It would be amazing if the last two parts of that seven samurai band were Obi and Mace Windu. Uh, that would blow the lid off of everything. My God, that would be amazing. I'm just saying myself for failure. I know that's not going to happen. That's why I would love to see some sort of if yeah, if the Kenobi solo movie kind of just takes on some Jedi Geki kind of stuff from uh, some samurai film uh, tropes. Right. I think that'd be the right play. Uh, like again, like you said, that's where it came from. Um, I'm in for it because uh, oh, I mean, I'm in for it 100 if it's you McGregor. I've had it for some rumblings that you know <laughs> Mouse might be looking elsewhere. I don't really? know why. Wow. Yeah. Um, Bad move. Again, rumblings. It might just be rumors. Hopefully it's just rumors. Uh, Because your boy Ewan, he he, he got down pat. He's almost, I mean, if he gets like a trilogy, he'd be almost the same age as Al Guinness when he started it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They could run right up. They could run right up to New Hope if they want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If anything, uh, ending with a New Hope kind of is a strong play too because you know your end point. And um, to write your character arc when you know the end is a lot easier on the writer. Right. So, you get, again, you get a, a fully fleshed out film. <laughs> you're going to get so bad about to say this, but here we go. One thing I've heard about Solo here we go. is here that, we go. That's a, that that's what it does well. That, like, there's a definitive place where you know you need to be so that the character sort of operates in that parameter and that they do a good job with that. It'd be, it'd, be, it'd be so cool if we talk about it. Nah, not yet, though. Yeah. Yeah, another day. Another, gotta you know, gotta 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 live to shoot again, I guess. Uh, yeah, you guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he dies. Well, I don't know. Judge <laughs> Judy would not allow this testimony in court. You can't tell me what she said. You have to tell me what you said. <laughs> okay, so you might be you might lambast me for not having seen Solo, and I get it, sure. But the real question, as mm-hmm. we close up this week, yeah. Have you seen The Punisher? Oh, no! Oh! 
Oh, oh my God! Here, here I was. I was thinking that I was swinging the bell for the walk of shame, shame. But no, unfortunately, sir, <coughs> I have not. I, as I suspect you have. I have not seen the Punisher. Oh man, uh, poor John Berenthal. What are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> We could have watched at least one episode in the time it's taken to record this. Uh, it's going to happen one of these days, folks. Shit, we might even just do live commentary at this point. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Until next time, the Fortress of Potitude is closed. Stay super, everyone. Stay walk strong. <laughs>